Okay, we are live. Welcome to a special late night with JB for the JB graphics download. Uh, kind of a little, a little bit later than I wanted to start, but I was kind of getting some stats that I procrastinated on until literally about half an hour ago. So we, we could definitely got a lot of statistics for tonight's show and hopefully everyone enjoys what we got. So might as well get into it. All right, so if you're uh, tuning in for with us tonight, thanks for hopping on at this late time. It is 10.14 on a Wednesday night, definitely a lot later than normal shows go on Wednesdays or Tuesdays or whatever days that I decide to do a show. But uh, we'll kind of start off with, we'll go over the week nine scores that we had from last week. If you watched the YDL extra points post game show with me. I have read the scores definitely a lot of time, so we'll <laughs> we'll go through them again. Uh, Mount Union beat Kerlinsville 43-34. Dubois beat Monotaw 42-0. Kane beat Smithport 26-12. Port Allegheny 20, Keystone 10. Carn City 42, Bradford 14. Union AC Valley 26, Ridgeway 19, Red Bank Valley 34, Brockway 28, Cameron County 28, Otto Eldred 22. That game was final in overtime. Central Clarion County 48, St. Mary's 27, Clearfield 21, Central Mountain 6, Cowdersport 55, Bucktail 6. And on Saturday, we had a 55 to 8. Win over Elk County had a 55 to 8 win over Sheffield. That was on Saturday. So Elk County Catholic 55, Sheffield 8. Kind of messed that up there, but that's that was our week week nine D9 scores from last week. And I'll kind of give a shout out to all the players of the week. I know if you go on to D9 and 10 sports.com, you can read about uh, who all got the awards. I know that uh, Cameron County's uh what was it narby jacob narby jacob narby was the allegheny grill or district nine jim kelly player of the week powered by the allegheny grill so he was there uh he was the mv uh yeah mvp for that uh i know the jb graphics week nine mvp was ridgeway's luke zimmerman he had a pretty good game. He had uh, 14 carries, 218 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, also, some of the guys that the D9 staff uh, put in there for Players of the Weeks, so they had Ashton Rex, who had six catches, 153 yards, two touchdowns, while carrying the ball twice for 16 yards, along with his quarterback, Chase Ferguson, who went 12 of 20, for 247 yards and three touchdowns to go along with 17 carries, 80 yards, and one interception on defense. Port Allegheny's Blaine Moses had 18 tackles, one fumble recovery, one interception with six carries for 18, 18 yards and one, one touchdown. And Brady Collins from Clearfield had 17 carries, 145 yards, two touchdowns. 
Those players are joined on the honor roll by Cameron County's Maddox Poffman, 13 carries, 80 yards, three touchdowns, and he scored game-winning touchdown in overtime. Otto Eldred's Ray Rasheen, Rasheen, I think it's Rasheen. I hope that's right. Rasheen Thomas had six catches for 157 yards and a touchdown. Uh, JB Graphics Week Nine MVP Ridgeway's Luke Zimmerman, 14 carries, 218 yards, two touchdowns. Red Bank Valley's Braylon Wagner, 17 of 24 passing, 221 yards, two touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. Brockway's Braden Fox, 17 of 38, 229 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Canes, Addison Plant, 16 carries, 126 yards, one touchdown. Central Clarion's Tommy Smith, two interceptions. Dubois, Cameron Haynes, seven catches, 110 yards, one touchdown. And Elk County Catholics, Noah Cherry with 138 rushing yards, four touchdowns, and one passing touchdown. So those were your D9 and D9 and 10 sports.com's District 9, Jim Kelly, Player of the Week, powered by Allegheny Grill. So shout out to all those athletes. I definitely know there was uh, probably a lot of other stat lines that we missed on there and I probably missed. But like I said, I had uh, uh, Ridgeway's Luke Zimmerman as the JV Graphics MVP for this week. Um some of the games that I kind of, that kind of stood out to me from week nine, one of the games I was looking forward to, and I kind of made that graphic, was the Red Bank Valley Brockway game. You had a freshman quarterback making his first start at home in Braylon Wagner for Red Bank, and then you also have a sophomore quarterback of Braden Fox from Brockway. And I, I already read the stats on there, but those two definitely put up some numbers for their matchup and we might be seeing that matchup for the next couple of years with those two especially with uh braylon's older brother cam graduating next year so he'll probably i would assume be their quarterback next year so you'll have him as a sophomore next year and then braden fox will obviously be back next year as a junior so you'll have two young quarterbacks next year in uh red bank and brockway and also, we have to look at the younger quarterbacks, too. We can shout out Jace Ferguson from Central Clarion, who's a sophomore right now leading the Wildcats in their undefeated season. Uh, their Wildcats are 9-0 after their 48-27 win over St. Mary's. Another game that I saw that kind of stood out was the Port Allegheny Keystone game. I know Chris was talking to me about that game and how Port Allegheny trailed for a little bit and ended up coming out with the win, 20 to 20 to 10 win. So that was definitely a big game for both the teams. I mean, especially for Keystone, who's leading one of the best teams in D9 and especially the 1A class. That's that was a pretty good look for those guys and definitely a big win for Port Allegheny, who's having their best season since I was in high school. I can't remember the last time that they were eight and one. Uh, I think the last the last time they had a really good run was in 2012. So I would have been a freshman in high school at that time, believe that or not. So that was about a good 10 years ago. I'm trying to find out what their record was that year. I'm not sure if they were undefeated or if they were... We're going to find that out. We're doing a quick Google search here, and hopefully Max Preps has, has that for us. So let's check that out. Uh, 
2022. Let's see. We're going to go the whole way back to the fall 2012 season. Port Allegheny was... Yeah, they were they were eight and one that year also. So that yeah. So I guess the last that's been a good decade since Port Allegheny's had a season like this, and they got one more game where they could finish nine and one for the season. We'll kind of preview next week's game here later, but we definitely want to get into what the main topic of this show is: the District Nine One A seating conundrum. I like. I kind of wanted to use that word. If you guys look up what conundrum is, it is a confusing and difficult problem or question. That's what it says on the dictionary. So I thought it'd kind of cool to use a little play on words. But if you're following District 9 this year, you'll definitely know what I mean by this. So we'll get into the class standings that I gathered on here. So we'll just go through them all before we dive into that. In class A, we got Port Allegheny at eight and one, Red Bank Valley at eight and one, Elk County Catholic at seven and two, Cowdersport at six and three, Otto Eldridge is six and three, Keystone is five and four, Union AC Valley is five and four, Brockway is five and four, Cameron County is four and five, Kernsville three and six, Smithport one and eight, and Sheffield zero oh and eight. So looking into this week, also week ten, Cowdersport, Elk County, and Smithport are not playing this week as of now, or as I last saw on all the schedules that I found. Those three are done. So Cowdersport's going to finish their year at six and three. Elk County's going to finish at seven and two, and Smithport's going to finish at one and eight. Moving into 2A, Central Clarion is the only undefeated team in District 9. They're sitting at 9-0. Carn City is at 5-4. Brookville's 4-5. Kane, Montau, Ridgeway are all 2-7. In Class 3A, we got Clearfield at 7-2. St. Mary's at 6-3. And Punxsutawney, 5-4. So the Class 3 playoff playoffs if i'm correct or i could be wrong on this i would like to say that we're probably going to see a saint mary's punksy playoff game with the winner going to play clearfield so that might be the first time that we see three team all three teams in 3a make the playoffs for in the first time in a while i mean i'm used to always seeing it's usually always clearfield saint mary's or clearfield punksy with just those two but we have three really good football teams right now in that class 3a where i feel like that could go anyway i mean i know saint mary's and punksy already played each other earlier this year but that could you know playoffs could be a different story in 2a i feel like that's kind that's kind of a given right there i think that we're going to see a central clarion Carden city championship game in 2a i don't see obviously i don't think kane monotel ridgeway are making it at two and seven and Brookville they, they could finish five and they could finish five and five if they win their game over Belfont this week. So I don't know if they're going to get, I don't know if they'll, we'll see a Carn city Brookville game before central Clarion, but realistically, I think we're probably going to see a central Clarion Carn city game in the, in the championship. Now, 
this is where it kind of gets tricky and that's why i use the word conundrum for class a you got two teams at eight and one with uh Port Allegheny owning that tiebreaker over Red Bank with their win over them a couple weeks ago. And just based off of this, even if both those teams lose, they're still going to be eight and two. And I, I, th- I don't, I don't see those two teams not being one and two. You already have uh, they would already be ahead of Elk County who's not playing at seven and two. And I also could be wrong with this, but I saw a tweet earlier today that Elk County is not entering the district nine playoffs this year. Um, I don't remember where I saw that at. I should have probably should have saved that tweet for earlier, but I definitely read somewhere that they will not be entering. So that kind of takes that out of out County out of the picture. So now after you take it, you take out County out of the picture, you got counter sport and auto both at six and three, and then you got three teams at five and four, and with Cameron County's stretch that they recently had, they've won their last four games. If they pull off an upset over Brockway this week, you're looking at Cameron County and Brockway both tied at 5-5 five and five with Cameron County having the tiebreaker win over Brockway. So you could possibly potentially see a Cameron County team in the playoffs. And looking at it, Red Bank, Port, Cowders, Port, Auto, Keystone, Union, Brockway, Cameron County, that's seven teams. So I guess we could either see a six team or a seven team. I guess it's really going to determine what, how that Brockway, Cameron County game goes. That, that'll be a big determining factor. But really, it's, inter- it's going to be interesting to see if are we going to see a Keystone, Union, or Brockway seated over Countersport and Auto just because this is the first year that the district nine has done the committee for the seedings, you know, kind of like the old call, like, well, I guess it is like the current college football playoffs, you know, they're going to pick the seedings and that's really where we're going to have to look at it. Cause you got so many teams right now that are all super close together. I mean, if auto loses union Brockway Keystone, all win, you got four teams that would be tied at six and four. So that just that's just looking at the numbers. The the reason the show's a little bit late is I de- I probably went way too in depth with what I did. I wrote down all the potential playoff teams with their wins and losses. So we'll, we're going to dive into that in a in a little bit here. But I'd like to. I, I'm just curious to see how that's all going to shake out. I mean, I know you guys probably are wondering that too, and I I'm hoping we get an announcement like sooner than later because me and chris were talking about that on the post game show on friday like especially if you're a coach like you you have no clue who you're who you're gonna play come the first week of playoffs especially for those teams that's not well heck even yeah i guess red bank and port they still gotta they don't know if they're gonna be playing uh brockway union i mean all, all those teams that i named there with countersport auto keystone union brockway and potentially camera county i feel like you could see them literally anywhere in that three to seven range. Uh, I, I don't know. That's going to be definitely going to be interesting to see how that all plays out, but we'll, we'll get into the, uh, uh, what I have, the stats that I have. I know if the, if what I saw was true without County not playing, I know they have, they got wins over 
six and three auto, two and seven Monata, two and six Bucktail, zero and eight Sheffield twice. They beat auto twice. I see that now, and Bucktail at two and six. So the combined, if you combine all that, the teams that they beat have a total of 18, 18 and forty one which would be a 0.563 win percentage. Their losers win percentage, they lost to a 6-3 and Countersport and a 4-5 and Cameron County. That puts that at a 10-18, and which would be a 0.556 win percentage for the teams that they lost to. Now, I, I wish I could get some confirmation on the ECC status i i know i texted chris about it this morning and he hasn't answered me back yet and i didn't see a story anywhere on d910sports.com so if anyone who's watching if they can kind of confirm that with the elk county thing that would be that'd be kind of uh helpful with us well, i guess i could look at the comments tom wagner love the show hey thanks for watching tom i really appreciate the support that you give the JP graphics download and I definitely support I love all the support that everyone who's watching this right now so shout out you guys for staying up late I, I tried to use the hashtag late night with JV or JV after hours I don't know what I don't know what the best hashtag is but maybe we'll make a t-shirt on that at some point so that was your seven and two Elk counties teams that they beat and teams that they lost to so we'll move on to Cowdersport. so Cowdersport had wins over 0-9 bradford 1-8 smithport 4-5 cameron county 7-2 elk county 0-8 sheffield and 2-6 bucktail if you combine all that you got a 14 and 38 record which is a 0.269 win percentage and the teams that they lost to are keystone five and four brockway five and four and auto eldridge six and three which would be a 16 and 11 record which evens out to 0.593 percentage uh, auto auto eldridge we got next they have wins over 0-8 Sheffield, 0-9 Bradford, 2-6 Bucktail, 0-8 Sheffield, 6-3 Countersport, and 2-6 Bucktail. That's a 10-40 record, which is a straight solid 0.200 win percentage there. The three losses that they had were to... Elk County seven and two, Elk County seven and two, and Cameron County four and five, which is eighteen and nine. That is a 0.667. Now that's this is kind of a adds on to the little conundrum that we have here. This isn't knocking anyone here, but if you kind of like look at the teams that these these teams play, especially some of them twice. I mean, you get uh, Elk County played Sheffield twice. Uh, Cowdersport played Sheffield once, Auto played Sheffield twice, and just looking at kind of like the strength of schedule that we have here, I mean, you can't argue that it's that competitive without like putting any any teams or any schools down here, you know, like just looking at it from a statistical standpoint, it's probably not the strongest as you're going to see with 
the three teams that are tied at five and four. And we'll start off with Brockway. Brockway has wins over two and seven Kane, six and three Cowdersport, one and eight Smithport, five and four Keystone, and two and seven Bridgeway. While their losses have come to a 4A school of Dubois, which is five and four, a five and four Union AC Valley team, and they lost to the top two teams in 1A with eight and one records of Port Allegheny and Red Bank Valley. So their win, the teams that they beat, their win percentage is 0.356 at 16 and 29, while their loser's win percentage is 0.722 with 26 with a 26 and 10 record. So that's Brockway. We'll move on to Union AC Valley. They have wins over four and five Cameron County, five and four Brockway, two and seven Kane, one and eight Smithport, and two and seven Kane. Wow, their losses came to an eight and one Red Bank, eight and one Port. They lost to two and seven Ridgeway and a five and four Brockway team. <sighs> All right, all right. Well, we got us. We got a surprise guest on here. It's one of my closest friends. And all right, here we go. We gotta. We do actually hold on before we before we introduce our guest, uh, Adam Fox. ECC out. It was in the Courier, so that that it, that kind of official officialized it. Tom's asking. Haven't heard that ECC, but wow, why is that? The tweet I saw or note that I saw. It, ECC is just low on numbers as it begins with, and I don't think that they wanted to continue their season just due to the lack of numbers, even with the seven and two record they have. So that's kind of what I, I don't know if that was like a coach's decision, player's decision, but that that's, I'm just going with what I've heard. But anyways, I'm going to bring on my special guest that we have on. I doubt any of you guys watching or listening in the future will know who this is, but it kind of fits into the topic that we're going into with this committee that D9 is deciding to do. So without further ado, let's add. What's up? Hey, Coop? my name is Cooper. Should I change my name? Should I just uh, do like uh, Cooper or should I do no, like Coop Daddy? No, that's fine. Just leave it like Coop that. Daddy. We have, yeah, we have a bunch of uh, high schoolers watching, so they'll probably find you cool. Oh, keep the alias. All right, hey, I'm Coop yeah. Daddy. What's good? Hey, yeah, there you go. Hey, go balls. So, you know, so we're right. So I see you're wearing uh, some Tennessee stuff. You want to tell all our viewers that are watching, like where you're from, and a little bit about yourself. So I'm from the Bristol area originally in Tennessee, and after I graduated out of community college, I came down to the University of Tennessee. And I'm still attending there. I'm a senior currently. I'm about to graduate, and my balls are red hot right now. So, like, pretty great. How, how was that? Uh, I'm surprised you're still alive after that uh, Tennessee Alabama game that happened a couple weeks Dude, ago. Dude, I've got a big hole in my front door. Actually, I'll show the picture. <laughs> Hang on, I got a picture. Of it. I just don't want to take my camera over there. But like, yeah, I put a big hole in my in my wall. I was pretty pumped about my Tennessee winning. It's been many years of misery, but it was my big hole. Oh, that's awesome. I kicked that's, a big hole in the wall. That's some true. <laughs> that's some fans, true fan spirit big, right big there. Big fan guy. I've I've been through the years, man. I mean, it's been it's been year after year of just like go balls. 
go balls and now it's like go balls like this is weird what is what is happening yeah i i think uh that week i i feel like everyone that didn't attend the university of alabama was probably rooting for tennessee that week i think so yeah i mean it's I was bittersweet man i mean it's nice i mean alabama's sitting what sixth or seventh in the nation so i mean this is weird to see alabama's a little bit lower i got some tennessee or uh, yeah. some sec Al- teams up there so I guess the tides are turning now, huh? Mm, mm. I like that. I like that. Keep saying that. <laughs> I, I, like that. I like that too. Uh, and I did see that Tennessee has some pretty sick jerseys that are going to be wearing this weekend. Dude, it's a struggle to get it too. At the beginning of the season, they dropped the jersey, but I was like, I'm not going to get this one. I'm going to get the smoky gray. So I got my smoky gray. I'm all pumped about it. And then they're like, boom, blackout, Kentucky. And I was like, damn, I figured you guys are going to do that. So yeah, now that's... it's like. If you can find any black Tennessee gear, get it now because everything is going to be blacked out. So that's cool. awesome. That, that's going to be a fun experience. Is uh, yeah. when uh, when does Tennessee play Georgia? Is that coming up soon? Next or week. They play? We play next, next Saturday. Next Saturday at three thirty. And if I've, they, got, I've uh, like got it. It's engraved in my head, man. Like I'm I'm ready for eleven five at three thirty. I'm going to be sitting down. Yeah, <laughs> it's going it, down. Is is the game at Tennessee or is it at Georgia? It's at Georgia, it's at Athens, yeah. Okay, so that that's going to be a big test for your balls there. I mean, if they they can pull off that win over them, the dogs, you know, I think you're looking at Tennessee as a possible championship favorite. Maybe it's too soon, too early. I don't know. <laughs> we got to beat Kentucky. We got to go through Kentucky this weekend. Get that done. Let's knock it off, and it's kind of smooth sailing from there. I mean, it's like Missouri, and then we got Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's <laughs> Dear, yeah. Vanderbilt's yeah, like Penn State playing Rutgers, you know. Like it's like, mm-hmm. all right, cool, let's go. <laughs> yeah, my, <laughs> like, uh, my, yeah, my Penn, my Penn Staters, they got a they got a nice t- t- nice test against Ohio State this week, so that'll be. Uh, fingers crossed on that one. I I, 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 I don't know. I can't. Sit. I wanted to sit until Ohio State and Michigan play each other, and then mm-hmm. you know, kind of change some stuff. But I really don't want Bama to sneak back in. That, that's kind of the mm-hmm. fear. Yeah, that's yeah. You're right. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. I don't I don't know if Penn State can pull it off against Ohio State. I know they're playing. They doing at, a, is it at Penn State? It's at Penn State, and they're doing the stripe out game. From what I was told, stripe out. What's that mm-hmm. mean? So it's kind of it's kind of like uh, so we have our whiteout game that we just had last week against Minnesota. Yeah. Now the stripe out is kind of just like just stripes, like blue and white, blue and white stripes. Damn! So you guys do it through yeah. each section, or is yeah, it like, so, like hold on, it's I, like groups of five? Oh, uh, we'll we'll get. It's not as cool as the checkerboard that uh, Tennessee does, which I think is super cool. But Thanks, uh, let me. They're trying to do it again this weekend. They're going to do black and orange checkers. So they're trying to change Ooh. it up a little bit, which maybe we'll see. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. A little, a little clean. Oh, uh, I okay. So they did the stripe out game last year at night. I took a really cool picture of that. I just got to find it through my camera roll because since we're showing everyone our pictures that we took on our phones, uh, um, you got a cool one and I got a hole in my wall. I'm like, who wins here? I think you win. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that that's uh, I don't know if you can see that. Can you kind of see that? Yeah. 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 No, I can see that. Okay. So it's by sectioned. Okay. Yeah. Just blue, blue and white stripes, and it, I think they started a couple couple years ago. I don't remember it really being a thing. I usually it's usually was just the white out, but now they kind of yeah, yeah. added added the stripe outs to it. So that's it's interesting. I, I kind of hate that that Penn State Ohio State games at noon. 
I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a big, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, noon. Mm. I don't know about like, that. Like, you would have thought they would have at least maybe done, like, 3.30 or... Yeah, like a later, some, yeah. Something like I don't know. It's all that TV rights and whatever they yeah. decide to do. But that's... I'm not a big new, new uh, college football fan. Like, Do I, they have game day? Who's got game day this week? Oh, that's a good question. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's find that out. I feel like it's like Kansas or something. Like some no, can- Kansas. Kansas sucks now. Like ever since the game day went to Kansas, they just <laughs> down, down, down. It, it, it was. I don't know if it was a curse or if like it was because our starting quarterback got hurt or you know don't want to don't want to make uh, excuses on that. Uh, Jackson State. Jackson State, like Deion Sanders. Uh, that's what I'm seeing. Yep, Jackson State University, Saturday, October 29th. What? Who are they playing? Yeah. Uh, let's, I'm trying to find that out. Jackson. That's Jackson that's State. That's kind of cool. That place is going to be like livid as shit, man. Yeah, Jack, Jackson State versus Southern U. Okay, that, okay, so this 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 is reasonable. You got the Southern Jaguars five and two, Jackson State Tigers seven and zero. Oh. So realistically, that's that's not a terrible that's not a terrible decision for game day, honestly. Like, nah, it's I, not bad I, to branch out and do something different. That's yeah, not like a like a Power yeah. Five school. Yeah, it's nice that they're not doing it at an SEC school. No offense. Because what last year there. they had Appalachian State had a game day, if I'm not mistaken. So I think Luke Combs. That was like a big... this was a couple weeks ago, or this was like last month they did it at App State. Maybe it was, yeah, yeah. Because right. we were we were watching that Saturday morning before we went to the race. Yeah. So that yeah, so was, I'm yep. Glad. yep, 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 yep. <laughs> we're all making fun of uh, Luke Holmes and whatnot. So. Talking about Jacob. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, we'll kind of uh, swing it back to what this what the show was, what I was talking about on the show. I'll kind of get you back up to speed. So what what's happening here is I. This is a District Nine football. This is which is all our area, like all the schools that are okay. around my area. And this episode's called the D Nine One A Seating Conundrum. Do you know what the word conundrum means? That sounds like a jumble. Okay, so the definition of conundrum is—I I already read it. I probably should have wrote it down earlier. A confusing and difficult problem or question. Okay. All right, so here's what our conundrum is. This is the first year, I think, that District 9 has ever done a seeding committee. So kind of like how the college football playoffs are, where they have like a little committee. Yeah. yeah. So what the issue here is, is so we're going to take eight teams. That's how many teams that go in the 1A bracket. You got, a te- you got two teams that are 8 and 1. You got two teams that are 6 and 3. You got three teams at 5 and 4. And you got a four and five team that could potentially sneak in if they win. That's kind of cool. Who's the it, four it, and five team? I like them. A four and five team is Cameron County. They started the season off zero and five, and they just went on a four game win streak. They're hot. That's a dog so right there. They, I like that they, team. They just <laughs> they just beat uh, uh, the six and three team that I named in overtime last week. Okay, and they have a five and four team coming up. Which, if they, you know, like I was saying, if they beat them, you got two teams at five and five. Then with them having like a tiebreaker in a way, right? Yeah. 
Okay, so what what I was doing is I probably did way too much research into all of this. Like I I literally put down all the teams that they beat and whatever. So I'll, I'll read you off the names of these schools just to give you an idea. Okay. Uh, Red Bank Valley is eight and one. Port Allegheny is eight and one. Cowdersport is six and three. Otto Eldred is six and three. Keystone is five and four. Union AC Valley is five and four. Brockway's five and four. And Cameron County is four and five. Is it Cameron County? Is that what you're yep. saying? Yep. Okay. Cameron County. Yep. Cameron uh, County. Oh, I, I'll give you the I'll give you the names of all these teams too. Red Bank Valley Bulldogs, Port Allegheny Gators, Cowdersport Falcons. Otto Eldred Terrors, Keystone Panthers, Union AC Valley Falcon Knights, Brockway Rovers, and Cameron County Red Raiders. So th- those are those are all of our like one A conundrum that we have. So in week ten, so we're in the last week of all of our District Nine games. Cowdersport at six and three is not playing this week, so they're they're going to finish their season at six and three. Damn, you get a bye week on your in? Well, no, I mean, in District 9, you can kind of, like, I think the rule was, or at least last I knew, you can either play 10 regular season games and one scrimmage, or you can play nine regular season games and two scrimmages. Okay, okay. Or just how the whole scheduling thing kind of works within the the regions and stuff that we have this year. That's kind of just how their schedule played out. So they're going to finish the season at 6-3. and three. Now, the one team I didn't name you is Elk County Catholic. They are. They finished the season at seven and two. However, they opted out of the playoffs, so they're not even going to be a factor in this anymore. Why? Lack of numbers is what I was told. Really? Yeah. So why yeah, are they, like people focus on like moving up to college, or is it like? No, it's just well, Elk County is a Catholic school, so they 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 have a super small uh, roster as it begins with this year. So I don't know if it's like people got hurt in the last game or if okay. it's. Uh, you know, it's I don't know. I didn't really. Uh, that could make sense off. logistically because, like, if you get into the playoffs, let's say your starting left guard gets down, like, mm-hmm. what do you sub yeah. in for there? Are you going to make adjustments <laughs> and like pull a tight end that's going to play center? You know what I mean? Like, I, I get that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, basically, to kind of like give you an idea, also with this, so one A is <clears> like all, all your super small schools. So kind of like my school that I went to a one A school. I went to Kerwinsville. So okay. we had I graduated with a hundred kids. And a lot of these 1A schools are definitely have smaller classes than that. So that's how 1A is. And, okay. and 2A is kind of like a little step above. 3A is a little bit bigger. 4A, you, know, you kind of get the gist of so that. So it's kind of like uh, minor league baseball. Yes, in a way. Okay. Yeah, so we're like A, then there's AA, yeah. 3A, 4A. And we have like one, two 4A schools, no 5A schools. But Pennsylvania, we go up to five classifications but the 1a is definitely the smallest out of everyone in pennsylvania so that's kind of what we're focusing on and i mean it has the closest standings between everyone in 2a we have a team that's nine and oh five and four four and five two and seven two and seven two and seven so i didn't really need to get i don't really need to get too in depth with the 2a stuff just because it's i'm i think everyone knows the writings on the wall the two teams that are going to be in that championship and in 3a i think a lot of people have an idea on what that is. So there's not really a conundrum with those classes. It's just kind of these classes that 
or four and five close. team. God, I like this team. Yeah. Red Raiders, Texas Tech. <laughs> yep. Shout out Texas Tech. <laughs> yeah. That's so, what I like about high school football is like you'll straight rip. Like anytime you uh, look at a logo, it's like that's the Panthers logo. That's oh, the Green yeah. Bay logo. Like this is cool. Yeah. I like that about that. Like I, I went yeah. to the Falcons, so like ours is a blue and orange Falcon that is direct from the nineties and line of Falcons. It's the, it's okay. the dirty bird. Okay. Okay. So get, get this one. So the union AC Valley team, their logo is a combination of, uh, of, uh, the U, uh, U I, not, uh, not Miami. I think it's more like, uh, what's Utah's U look like. Oh, it's like the sharp U kind of, it's like, uh, it's not like, uh, I'm good. I'm trying to think of what you it looks like. Here, you tell me. What what is it? Union Valley what? Union AC Valley Falcon. Okay, yeah, it's like the Utah U. Just like a block block. Yeah. I don't know if you might be able to find it on Google. Okay. So it's 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 a combo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Union Union yeah, if you look up Union ACV football, you can you'll see what uh Oh, cool! My graphics are actually on there. I like the colors—the blue, blue and uh, blue, blue yellow, and yellow, white. Yeah. Now, what's my team? What's my what's my four and five team? What are they looking oh, like? Let me see. Uh, Cameron County. Let's see if they have it on there. I'm I'm kind of googling this with you. Cameron County, PA. Cameron County, PA football. Let's see. They kind of have cool jerseys, actually. Dude. Is this their logo? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yep. Okay. So the rival to us in my high school was this, which is funny. It's very similar. Oh, so that's, it's the, just, new, no, that's it's, the newer it's, logo. It's just the front view. We got the side. We got See, the side here's the view. old one. Yeah, that's super, 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 super similar. That's cool. Okay, cool. See, see what I mean? This is cool because yeah. like everything's pretty similar. I like that. Yeah. It's like different. Shout, shout know, out like, high school. I'm here. You're here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Shout out high school football. Yeah. All right. So here, here's what I'm gonna do. I kind of was reading this over before uh, you started making me laugh, and I had to add you on here. I'm gonna read you all the teams that these guys beat and who they lost to, and kind of give you like the percentage, whatever. And then I'll give you can give me your two cents on how you would seed these teams in the playoffs okay okay so we'll start off with elk county who's not going to be in the playoffs but i want to kind of expand on who they like their seven and two record that they have so they beat so in their wins they have a win over six and three auto twice Monata two and seven bucktail two and six uh, they beat okay, so they beat Bucktail twice. That's two and six. They beat Sheffield twice. That's zero and eight. And they beat Auto. That's twice. That's six and three. So just because of the region that they're in, they kind of had to play some teams twice. Yeah. So the if you combine all those records, they have a winners. The winners win percentage is eighteen and forty one, which is a nice point five six three. The two teams that they lost to, Cowder's Fort six and three, Cameron County four and five. That's a ten and eight record at point five five six. So that's a little idea on Elk County. Cowder's Fort, the six and three team that's done for the season, they have a win over zero and nine Bradford, one and eight Smithport, four and five Cameron County, 
seven and two Elk County, zero and eight Sheffield, and two and six Bucktail. So they have. If you combine all that, that is in fourteen and thirty-eight, which is point two six nine. The three teams that they lost to Keystone five and four, Brockway five and four, Otto Eldred six and three. That's sixteen and eleven point five nine three percent. It's not That's a true. bad win loss percentage though for that team. It, yeah, it's it's really not. I mean, you look at the two like Keystone and Brockway are definitely like the better teams, but like if you look at the teams that they beat, like zero and nine, one and eight, zero and eight, two and six, you know that. that did you lose me? Did you lose the sound? Died. Hang on. Oh, gotcha. All right, you got me? Yeah, I got you. Okay, we'll try it this way. I don't, my thing right. just died. Charge, charge your, charge your stuff. I know. That's smart. No, if it makes you feel any better, I uh, last year me and Cody did a show. We did a kind of like what we're doing right now. We did like a Dini and football playoff preview. I left my charger at school because I was subbing, and I I left my charger at school. Laptop died. Show didn't exist. Cody. No, like he he got kicked out because like I got kicked out, but. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> I, it just uh that was a show that never happened never aired and me and Cody <laughs> literally spent an hour and a half talking about all these stats and everything and Ooh. didn't did did that yeah that shows nowhere to be found i doesn't exist rip <laughs> it does not exist but yeah that's uh counter sport right there six and three with their three losses coming to a five and four five and four and six and three so the team they lost decently good teams if you yeah. want to look at it that way yeah now the auto team that we were just talking about, they're six and three, but they have wins over 0 and eight Sheffield, 0 and nine Bradford, two and six Bucktail, 0 and eight Sheffield. They beat Cowdersport six that six and three, and they beat Bucktail two and six. You combine all that, that's ten and forty, two hundred percent, like point two hundred. And the teams they lost to, they lost to Elk County twice and Cameron County. So if you combine that, that's eighteen and nine. That's a point six six seven. So they did beat, they did they did lose to a seven and two team. So mm-hmm. th- those schools are all in that in the same uh, region. If you kind of like caught up on the team names that I've been naming yeah. off, yeah, yeah. And I'll I'll add uh, Cameron County. I'll just read off Cameron Counties also since they're in that region with those. So those those that region's like up north of like where I'm at. So like they're closer more to like the New York border in okay. a way. Okay. Because Otto Eldridge is literally like, like maybe twenty minutes, ten minutes from the New York border. So that's that's that gives How you kind of an idea. To the border. Uh, I can get up to New York in probably two and a half hours, or less. Okay, so that I, makes sense. It's kind of the same as like my high school team when they would come down to like the Knoxville region and play a team, which is like an hour forty-five from where I'm from. So okay, that mm-hmm. makes sense. It's like in that yeah. region. I got you. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Cameron County, which is in that region, they have wins over. Two and six Bucktail, zero and eight Sheffield, seven and two Elk County, and six and three Auto Eldridge. All four of those in a row, and have been the last four weeks. So they kind of have found some rhythm there. And if you look at the losses too, this has kind of stood out to me too. They lost to a five and four Union AC Valley team, one and eight Smithport, two and seven Montaw, eight and one Port Allegheny, and six and three Cowdersport. 
So the, the, they they lost to quali- like decently quality team like decent teams, especially like Port Allegheny, Countersport, Union, AC Valley, because so that that kind of puts it into perspective on how Cameron County is going. And especially, I mean, if you're like you were saying, if they're red hot coming into the, like the last game of the week, you know, that's that could be a big. Oh, it brings back shades of like Philadelphia Eagles, if you remember when they won the Super Bowl, like they were yeah. they were trash. They were kind of mid. They weren't that good, and then they like got a little momentum and they just mm-hmm. rode with it. So I mean that's yeah. cool. I like I like the little underdog stuff. And it's like Cameron County hasn't been like not to knock on the school or anything, but they haven't been good for a couple years now. So like it's kind of cool seeing them get some wins here late in the year. And are they a smaller even at, school? Or are they a yeah, they're school? super small. These are all small schools we're talking about. We're probably like a hundred kids or less in a graduating class. Uh, so here, here, here's the big conundrum we have. We have the three teams that are all tied at five and four. And the numbers I got for all of these are s- very, 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 very close with each other. Mm-hmm. We'll start off with Brockway. Brockway has wins over two and seven Kane, six and three Cowdersport, one and eight Smithport, five and four Keystone, and two and seven Ridgeway, with their losses coming to Dubois, which is a 4A school. Like they're literally four times the size of them. They lost to them by one. And Dubois is five and four. Union AC Valley, five and four. And they lost the best two teams that are eight and one in Port Allegheny and Red Bank Valley. So their winners win percentage, 16 and 29. That's a 0.356. And the losers that they lost, the teams that they lost to combined for 26 and 10 at 0.722. So that that's not. I mean, especially if you lose to two of the best teams in the district, yeah. like that's, and a, and you lost to a four A school. So that's that kind of that that that's the opinion they'll probably use when it comes to the seating thing. Uh, Union AC Valley they have wins over Cameron County four and five, Brockway five and four, Kane two and seven, Smithport one and eight, and Ridgeway two and seven. However, this is, I think, where what might help them in their case. They lost to a 5-4 and four Keystone team, a 9-0 and o Central Clarion team, 8-1 and one Red Bank, 8-1 and one Port Allegheny. Who's this team? Union AC Valley. This is the Falcon Knights. The okay, blue and yeah. yellow team. They, they sound like they have a better potential to make one <laughs> just because of like their win-loss. Like the, mm-hmm. the, their losses are against top-tier schools, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. And... The last one we have is Keystone. They have wins over Cowdersport six and three, Union AC Valley five and four, Brookville five and four, Smithport one and eight, and Kane two and seven. They also lost to Red Bank Valley and Port Allegheny. That's eight and one. They lost to five and four Brockway and two and seven Ridgeway. So you kind of see where this conundrum here is. So like they lost to a two and seven team Mm -hmm. but then they also beat brockway that's five and four and brockway also beat uh oh oh no brockway doesn't have any wins over there brockway beat keystone they lost they lost to keystone keystone's five and four yeah the last the brockway union ac valley keystone teams those three teams are all five and four but they're all like it kind of parallels like there's not really a team that's better than the other team because yeah Union Union beat Brockway, but they also lost to Keystone. Whereas Keystone, also Keystone lost to Brockway, but they also beat you. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's all it's all like kind of connected here, and it's it's kind of tough. And 
I guess I didn't read these stats to you, but Union AC Valley's winner's win percentage is 14 and 31 at 0.452, and the teams that they lost to's win percentage is 30 and 6, which kind of is, is at 0.833. And Keystone has the best of the losers' win percentage at 23 and 13 with a 0.885. So the teams that they lost to have a better win percentage. Okay. But yeah, it's this is what this is the whole conundrum thing here is what like those three teams and where they're seated. And to kind of give you an idea on what's coming up in week 10 for the teams that are playing, especially the ones that matter, Port Allegheny, the eight and one team, is playing at the six and three Auto Eldred team. Union AC Valley is playing at a five and four Punksy team. Uh Cameron County, the four yeah. and five. What up? Punksy. Pun- they're a three A school. So what's their uh, What's the record? Five and four. Okay, so that's going to be a big game there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cameron County, the four and five team, is playing at Brockway. That's five and four. Uh, Red Bank Valley, that's eight and one. They're playing a nine and zero Central Clarion team at. And Keystone is playing Monotaw, which is two and seven. So realistically, how how I envision it, I feel like Port is going to take care of business. They're probably going to finish nine and one. I don't know if Red Bank's going to beat Central Clarion at nine and zero, but the one and two seeds are basically locked in. I feel like like I don't mm-hmm. see I don't see the committee or anyone putting those two teams anywhere because the one the losses that each of them have, Port Allegheny lost to the nine and zero Central Clarion team, Red Bank Valley lost to Port Allegheny. That's how. So those two both have quality losses. And if uh, Red Bank loses and falls to eight and two, they lost to a nine and zero team. Okay. Okay. So so realistically, if the committee is looking at it, they're going to be like, all right. So we got. I feel like those two are locked. And with Port Allegheny beating Red Bank already, I think they're going to have the tiebreaker. So I think Port's going to have the one seed, and Red Bank's going to have the two seed. That that's kind of how I. That's kind of how I see it going. Mm-hmm. Now the rest of it's going to be interesting here. Like the Union AC Valley game is going to be interesting because the Punxsy has been pretty good this year too. And you have two teams that are five and four. They could either finish six and four or five and five. So we'll go with your scenario here. Who do you think is going to win that game? Because I honestly don't know. I feel like that game could go 50, 50. It is hard to tell when you've got a team that's, you know, five and four like that. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of down to like the Punxy team was not named when you were naming teams earlier, but Union AC Valley seemed to have like notable Punk, wins but notable losses. Mm-hmm. Punk, Punk, well, Punxy's in a three A the three A class, so they have a different schedule than all these guys do. So this you're talking four, no two. What? They're a three A school. Union is a one A school. 1A. So they're two okay. cl- they're two classes above okay the 1A. So they kind of have like a harder schedule than what the 1As would. So theoretically if you're talking that <laughs> I would say the the harder scheduled team Punksky would win over Union. Okay. So we'll, we'll we'll give you we'll we'll give it that. So we're just going to go with your predictions here. So if that happens then Union would fall to 5 and 5. 
Oh, how about let's predict the Cameron County at Brockway game? Cameron County all the way, baby. That 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 is your state fucking champion right there. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed. I don't know. That's your state champion. That's my team. I love them boys. Cameron County at five and five, then you have Brockway at five and five. Then with Cameron over. If, the if they go all the way, I need tickets. I'm going. I'll be their mascot. You'll come to the D9. That's my boys. Four and five. They're rolling. They're hot. Give me. I love them boys. All right, um, let's go with uh, how about do you think Red Bank Valley eight and one can beat nine and zero Central Clarion? You think Central Clarion takes an undefeated season and goes ten and zero this year? I would say probably undefeated. Okay, so we'll, well maybe uh, it depends. It, what? How are you going to roll Red, into that game? No one. Red, Red, okay. Or you could go with a loss but protect your <sighs> roster and not risk injuries or you know kind of. How, how about this one? Red Bank Valley has a freshman quarterback who will be making his third career start. How's he been in the last two games, though? He won the last game and he lost the first his first start, but it was also Port Allegheny. Uh, so the Port. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll backtrack a couple weeks. So he played against Port Allegheny. This was like the game of the week, like the big hyped up game or whatever. Okay. He got them to a seven and zero lead in the fourth quarter, and then they basically lost it within the last two minutes of the game. Last week, uh, I kind of read the stats off. He actually had a pretty good game, two passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown against Brockway last week. But Central Clarion, like they're they're ridiculous this year. They've they have they're they're really good the whole way around. Do you think they're going to play all starters all game though, or do you think they're going to take a step uh, yeah, back? Yeah, like, reserve for the playoffs. We're, like... we're yeah, the, uh, we're District Nine. We're not more like we're like everyone's playing. Like it's everyone is playing. Now it might be like depending on what the score is or something. They might now. I just I see them playing the whole. I, I I'm just assuming everyone's going to be playing. I don't know. With a freshman quarterback well, like that, if he can roll in and kind of like, you know, take you to the fourth, you're you're rolling up with a lead, losing the game in two minutes, you don't understand how to do game management as much. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take that eight and one. I'll take the eight okay. and one. I'll take the red foul. All right. Uh, last game, and then we'll kind of go through this again. We'll have Keystone five and four at two and seven Monotaw. Oh, it's got to be Keystone. That's what I was thinking. I yeah, think that, I think I think Keystone's gonna finish at uh six and four and Port Allegheny Auto Eldridge. Do you think Auto pulls off the upset or do you think they're just gonna finish at six and four also? Probably just finish six and four, I would say, yeah. All right. So based off of what you have, we're gonna keep the one and two seeds of uh Port Allegheny and Red Bank locked at the one and two. So now I want you to put in your thoughts for the rest of there. So the three, three through seven teams. And after your predictions, you have, if you look at it by record, you have auto six and four Keystone, six and four Brockway, Cameron County and union all at five and five. How would you see that? You've got to go with a hot team. I mean, how do you not put Cameron County in there? If they go in with another win, you're going up five, five straight wins, bro. Come on. You've got to put them in. Okay, so that let's say they do it. Do you put? Would you just plot them at the seven, or would you put them at like a six if they potentially beat Brockway? I would say a seven. Okay, you still put them at seven. Yeah. Okay. Six is pushing it too far. It's really hard to gauge a six seed, especially if you're going with like, you know, the top six are here. Seven, eight are kind of like the 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 outside looking in. 
Mm -hmm. I would put the outside looking in for the uh, for Cameron okay. County. Okay, so we'll give them the seven seed. Who would you put at the six seed now? Because now we're left with a five and five Union, five and five Brockway, six and four Keystone, and a six and four Auto. I would say Keystone, even though they're going against what you said a two and seven. Mm -hmm. Two and seven. Probably, I would say. I mean, just, just you know, win loss wise, okay. I feel like they were, they were comfortable. Okay. Now you got five and five Brockway, five and five Union, six and four Auto. I remember like looking at teams that Auto has beaten this year, 0 and 8, 0 and 9, 2 and 6, 0 and 8, 6 and 3, 2 and 6. Which one's Auto? Is that the 5 and 5 or is that the 6 and They're the 5 and 5 right now. Or hypothetically after what you told what or Auto 6 and 4. 6 and 4 if they lose this week. Let me switch. <laughs> okay. you, do you want to do you, do you want to drop them down to the six seed? Yeah, put and, them in the six, and then put okay. Keystone in the five. Okay. So we'll have Auto at six, Keystone at five. Now you have a toss up with the four and three seed, three and four seeds, Union Brockway at five and five. Who's got a better strength of schedule between Union uh, and Brockway? You, Okay, so Brockway has wins over a two and seven team, six and three, one and eight, five and four, two and seven, while losing to five and four, five and four, eight and one, eight and one. Union has lost to a five and four, nine and zero, oh, eight and one, eight and one. That's your third seed. So you you want to put Union at the three seed? Put the other at the four seed. Yeah. Okay. So we'll put so how you have it set up here. You have Union at the three seed, Brockway at the four seed, Keystone at the five seed, Auto at the six seed, and Cameron County as the seven seed. And the winners. Okay. Now, hypothetically, too, if we're if would Brock if Brockway were to beat Cameron County in the last week and they were finish at six and four, would that change your ranking for them? And I have them where? If you, if you have them beating Cameron, if Cameron County, if they beat Cameron County this week, they would finish the season at six and four. Would that change your opinion on the four seed, or do you think they're probably a comfortable four seed? I feel like they would have to move just because, like, if you got a team that rolls in with four straight wins mm -hmm. and you beat them, I feel like that would change your seeding there. <laughs> Okay, and then you also have seated here. You have a six and four Keystone team seated lower than a five and five Union team, and Keystone already beat Union this year. Do you, do you see where this conundrum is with the seating thing? Yeah, like, I do. Isn't it like this? This is uh, in my years. Even whenever I played, this is probably the closest our one A seating has ever been. In recent memory, I can't remember. Like this is a year where I don't, I don't really. I mean, you know, your two favorites, Port and Red Bank. But when it comes to like the rest of the group in there, I'm, I'm not really sold on who to seed where because like I'm looking at yours and I can kind of see mine in a way. Like mine's super similar to yours. I just have, I have Keystone at uh, the three seed, but then I also have to see how Union does. Like if Union beats Punksy, then I think we could be talking as Union with 
the three seed just based off of the teams that they lost to. Like losing to a nine and zero team that's probably going to go ten and zero, eight and two team that's probably going to finish in Red Bank, and then a nine and one Port Allegheny team. Like you, that's what we kind of got to factor in here. And you're muted too, by the way. Okay, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I was, yeah, yeah. No, I get that though, because like that's some tough teams. Those are tough teams. To yeah, play. yeah, and like this is like I said, this is the first year that they did. Uh, this committee thing like back back in the day they used what we called a powerpoint system i don't know what you guys use down south but how it used to be is like if you beat a if you beat a 1a school it's like 100 points you beat a 2a school it's 200 points you beat a 3a school it's a 300 points and then you get 10 additional points for any win that team were to get afterwards if that kind of makes any sense to you that does Okay, so they used to use the PowerPoint system, and then for some reason they decided to change it to a committee. And I like the committee though; like that's what everything's changing to is the committee. Yeah, that's but the committee kind of biased in ways because, like, you see it in college football. So and that's yeah, that's uh, and we're a uh, single A. These are all single A schools in central Pennsylvania, so I'm def I'm sure there's definitely no bias that's going to be happening in yeah, this. No, absolutely, yeah. no. you know, like that. I can't, I, I can't, I can personally say there's no way there's going to be any bias towards the seating <laughs> in the District Nine committee. No way. Yeah, I, I can't see it. I, mm-hmm, I can. That won't happen. <laughs> definitely, definitely won't. Definitely don't see any of that, but. That's uh, that's the conundrum we have, and you know, if anyone who's still staying up watching, uh, I would love to know what you guys think the seating's going to be. And the other big question is, I'm wondering if the committee has a plan where if they have like potential things seated out for potential hypotheticals, kind of like what we're doing right now, mm-hmm. or if we're going to have to wait till like Sunday or something to figure out what. Like they have to, like they, they kind of have their feeling of what's happening. So like it's penciled that, in. It's like that, okay, cool. Here's what we're going with. You would think that, but like I, you don't know, uh, you don't know our District Nine as well as I do, and it's that's why I was saying there's definitely not going to be any biased with this seating thing. <laughs> See, the this episode was definitely going to be a lot more crazier, especially if Elk County was going to be in, if because you have to also factor in like a seven and two team in there, yeah. And that's that's kind of where I was looking at too like man do you put a seven and two elk county at like the three seed even though their strength of schedule is not even anywhere close to your brockway union and keystone group so they're which really goes back kind of like college football too it's like you know the year that you had central florida that was doing so hot they were unbeaten, but they Mm -hmm. weren't in the college football playoffs because of their strength of schedule even though mm-hmm. it was like, okay, cool, we're going to roll in and play Auburn. And I think they beat them. But it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. it, it, strength it, of schedule really matters because it's like, if you're playing top-tier schools and you had a top-tier loss, sure, that's fine. But if you're also in whatever they're in and you play like mm-hmm. your biggest game is Memphis, yeah, that's that's not yeah, going to cut it against like Ole Miss or, mm-hmm. that, you know, like. Yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. That's why. Yeah, and luckily, like we're taking. Uh, they're taking this many teams now. If they were taking four teams, then this would be really super, super tricky. 
Oh yeah, yeah like if they're totally like if they, they 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 take four teams, like man, there's going to be a lot lot of upset people with. Oh yeah, that. So thank thankfully our one A playoffs uh, take eight teams, and I like I said, I think they're they're only going to take seven, just based off of. I mean, unless Cameron County loses and finishes at four and six, I don't yeah. see them going then. Yeah. So we're we're looking at like a seven team seven team group in the playoffs one red bank board cowder's board oh shoot you know who we forgot to talk about on here oh. i just we didn't seed cowder sport that's six and three <laughs> in in your predictions because you have uh union three brockway four keystone five auto six cameron county seven where do you throw where do you throw a cowder sport team in there <laughs> Now maybe, let's think take the, maybe take before, the Keystone team out and like push them down. I think Cameron County is going to stay. You think, Cameron, you think Cameron County is going to pull the upset over Brockway this week? I think so. All right. We'll, uh, we'll cap that. I have, I have a real, I have a lot of good people and connections in Brockway. If they so do, they, I need some merch. I need a hat. Just give me a hat. I got a, I got a cool, uh, I got a cool Brockway merch. I don't have any Cameron County merch. I need it. I'm telling you. Just put me with connections. Get me up like the hype man. I'll be up there. All right, all right. I, I got you. You can. We, we we I can show you the town of Emporium that where they play at. It's uh, it's Please. a nice five five minute drive and through oh, yeah. the town through the town. Oh, yeah. Like it, it's super small, but yeah, we're we're. <laughs> would you put a six and three counter sport team? Looking at like... their their wins are against an zero and nine team, one and eight. They beat Cameron County. Beat out County seven and two, Sheffield zero and eight, Bucktail two and six, and they lost to Brockway by seventy earlier in the season. If that throws a curveball in there for you, that's a bad team. Six and three though, that's a bad team. But those are bad loss or bad wins. Those are bad wins. So would you? How far would you drop them down? Are you look? Are you looking at like a six seven. six seed? Seven seed. Seven. That's bad. <laughs> drop them to seven, and then Cameron County drops to eight. Or would you drop put Cameron County at? Put them at six, baby. Put them put Cameron County at six. And who we got at six? Auto Eldrin. And they got wins against who? Auto has wins over zero and eight, zero and nine, two and six, zero and eight, six and three. Countersport and two and six. Oh, drop them out. They're out. Drop them. You yeah. just want to drop drop all the out. Completely. That's worse. Yeah. No. Out. Gone. Yikes. Gone. <laughs> yeah. That, well, I guess they could be an eight seed. I mean, yeah. Now that now, now that we got this figured out, because I, I was just recapping and looking at that, I'm like, shoot, we completely forgot to talk about countersport because they're not playing this week. So we we could have eight potentially seven teams in it it's really gonna come down to that cameron county brockway game whereas if cameron county loses which personally i think that brockway, i think my dogs and brockway are gonna win but change things have happened and you know how you know halloween's right around the corner they're playing cameron county cameron county's going on the road you know so that's I, I don't think uh, I think my boys uniforms too. I want to see them. I want to see how the the, the, Cam- getting. the Cameron County. Oh yeah, they they have pretty cool jerseys actually. Like, I won't lie, they have. It's got a little like a digi camo. 
Yep, like the cam. Yep, that's yep, that's it. That's the Cameron County Red Raiders. These are sick. I like them. Man, can I be young again? Can I just go to this high school? <laughs> this place is cool. I like this place. Emporium, Pennsylvania. Look it up sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, that's pretty much our conundrum we have. Dude, There's really the head coach's name is Ryan Newman. Nice. <laughs> this is perfect. I love this team. This is right. great. They're, they're your winner right there. Done. You put, putting all your money on uh, Cameron County for the D9 title this year. They're going to upset uh, eight and one or nine and one, eight and one Port Allegheny. Absolutely. They're going to beat the Gators upset of the year. Watch them. What if they do? <laughs> Can I get back on? Can I just be on? Yeah. We'll clip the. Well, I'll clip these. It's uh, what All are we right. at about the hour mark? We started talking. So about the hour, yeah. We'll, we'll remember. We'll uh, we'll definitely remember that. So Cameron County, if you're if anyone from Cameron County, I don't know how many followers I have from Cameron County. You have a fan, so we'll. Uh, I'm fan. a big fan, big big fan. I support every District Nine team. That's why I have Cooper on here to discuss it. So I can't really give all my biased opinions. <laughs> you can't be biased. <laughs> yeah, because you know I'm definitely not biased when it comes to uh, the sports that I cover. No, never. Def, def, definitely uh, not. So the that that's uh, that's pretty much all we can probably talk about with that. I mean, we can go. We could talk about this for hours and hours with how the seating's going. So I'll just kind of. I'm I'm sure people weren't. I'm sure no kids probably up watching this at eleven, almost eleven thirty at night on a school night. So we'll, uh, <laughs> last, last segment of the show, I'm going to have you predict the week 10 games in district nine. And then we're going to sign off and call it an episode with uh, the hashtag late night with JB or hashtag JB after hours. So I don't know what, I don't know what I'm going to go with that, but I think JB I'm going to start hours. JB after hours. I even got a, I got a new merch, new merch for the, you got new merch. <laughs> I, got, I got the, I got the nice uh, blue and red design. Ooh, we're going uh I've been going with. Uh, I'm gonna try to switch it up, like maybe every sports season. So this is gonna be like my winter sports season hoodie, because like I I went with the. I had a nice charcoal gray one. I think you can find that on the JB. I think you can find that on the JB Graphics merch store if you go to the link in the bio on my Instagram page at JB underscore graphics two underscores. You can definitely find some nice merchandise. Quality merch. Quality yeah. merch. Yeah, Cooper is actually a uh, nice purchasee. Or Damn, consumer, you got, got a little shirt, yeah. What what is that? Is it purchasee or consumer or what do you what would you consider that? Client, boy, customer, fan, fanboy, fan definitely a fanboy. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll kind of wrap this up for everyone. Yeah, <clears throat> week ten games. I even have the records here for you, so you can just give your honest. Like, I mean, you're obviously not going to know any of these schools, so yeah, we'll, we'll hit it up. One and eight Holidaysburg at five and four Du Bois. <laughs> du Bois. Them boys eight, gonna get it done. Eight and one Port Allegheny at six and three Auto Eldred. You're eight and one. Five and four Union AC Valley Falcon Knights at five and four Punxatani Chucks. I feel like that Punxatani is gonna get it just because of like you said they're they're what <laughs> triple A three A. Three. Okay. Yeah. Two and seven Ridgeway Elkers at two and seven Phillipsburg Osceola. Toss a coin. (laughs) Toss a coin. We'll go Ridgeway. Ridgeway's our district nine. There we go. Phillipsburg was that district six group. We're team D9 over here. 
Yeah. Oh and nine Bradford at two and seven Kane. You're two and seven. Let's make yeah, him go Brad, Brad Brad Bradford hasn't won a game in two years, I think. Even better. Maybe they will. Maybe they will. Halloween, spooky. <laughs> okay. <Gotcha. laughs> no biased. <laughs> can't can't. Uh, your boys, Cameron County Red Raiders at Brockway, five and four. Run them up, Cameron. Let's go. Four and five, Brookville at one and eight, Belfont. Brookville. Nine and zero, Central Clarion at eight and one, Red Bank. Do the eight and one. There you go with the That's offset. The That's the freshman. freshman. Roll with the freshman. Roll with Bray. Yeah, let's go with the freshman. We'll have to think of some cool hashtags for him if he pulls off that upset. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> seven and two, Clearfield at five and four, Carn City. Seven and two. All right. Uh, yeah, that's my that's the school that I subbed at Clearfield. I know a lot of the kids there. My alma mater, three and six, Kerwinsville at four and five, Glendale. Let's go your school. Yeah, let's let's, let's go. Let's go, Kerwinsville. <laughs> Five and four Keystone at two and seven Monotaw. Keystone. Great. So that's our, uh, that's going to do it for our episode 11 of the D9 1A seating conundrum. Thanks to Coop Daddy for hopping on and giving us our seating predictions that I'm sure both of us are going to be completely wrong on. <laughs> like, I, I'm just waiting to see a, see something where like Cowder Sports the three seed, Auto's the four seed. Cameron County is a five seed. Keystone misses. You know, Keystone's an eight seed. You know, we're, we're, we'll, uh, we'll have to come back. We'll have to come back to that. But so I'm gonna predict or your predictions. You have who? Port Ali, who do you have at one? Do you have Port or Red Bank at one? Which one's the one with the freshman? Red Bank. Give them one. You're gonna give them the one seed over Port Allegheny. Give them the one. All right, we'll give uh, we'll give them the one. We'll give Red Bank. After Red the Bank, game, give them the one. Okay, Red Bank uh, went to the state finals last year too, so they definitely have. Uh, okay, here's I'll give you another fun fact. So, the seniors that are on Red Bank, they their postseason record is enough for a another season, just based off of all the games they played from their freshman year to their senior year in the playoffs. So they basically have they're basically like fifth year seniors if you want to look at it that way. Okay. Kobe the senior, senior. The, the senior, yeah, the senior Super class senior. at least. All right, so your Coop's prediction: we got Red Bank one, Port two, Union three, Brockway four, Keystone five, Auto six, Cameron County seven, and Cowdersport eight. Let's go with it. All right, uh, I guess I'll I'll just throw mine in right, just for kicks and giggles here. No biased, no biased at all. So we're gonna go one Port. Allegheny two is gonna be Red Bank. Keystone's my three. Union's gonna be my four. If they win, that's gonna be my if. So my four and five is gonna be Union Brockway. That's gonna be depending on how their games go. Six is gonna be Cowdersport. Seven's gonna be Auto. And eight seed is going to be the Red Raiders of Cameron County. If they win, 
if they lose, it's going to be up to them if they're going to opt into the playoffs or not. Because you can't opt out, like obviously if El County, since El County opted out. Yeah. So yeah, that's our that's our that's what we got here. Coop has Port or Red Bank, Port Union, Brockway, Keystone, Auto, Cameron, Cowdersport. JB's got Port Allegheny, Red Bank, Keystone, Union Brockway at four and five, depending on how if Union wins. Cowdersport six, Auto seven, and Cameron County potentially at eight. That's all we got for episode 11, Cameron County. If you win, Cooper is going to buy some merch and rep the Red Raiders down all the way in Tennessee. Well, shout out to everyone in District 9 and good luck in week number 10. Please finish out the season without any injuries or headaches, and we can have a great postseason I guess if uh, Cameron County does win, you're going to have to come back on Cooper at some point, and you can kind of preview their game. I'll get you all the stats and stuff that you'll need, so you can. We can Absolutely, all, we can all look like experts here. So, oh, yeah. thanks for hopping on. Thanks for everyone who stayed up with to watch hashtag Late Night with JB. Shout out to all you troopers. Uh, where's my outro video? That's what I was going <laughs> to click next. Uh, oh, I guess do are, do you want to do any plugs? Yeah, I mean, if you guys like me, I, I, I'm a big football guy, big sports guy, but I do have a podcast myself. <clears throat> it's me and four of my boys. We're the Left Turn Colt. We talk nothing but racing, but we talk racing, we talk football, whatever you want to catch us. You can catch us on all the social medias. You can catch us on Instagram, Left Turn Colt. You can catch us on Twitter, Left Turn Colt, Facebook, Left Turn Colt. Catch me, underscore Coop Daddy, big Cameron County guy out here. So, you know, go Vols. Let's see my Vols win it up. You know, we're the underdog too, so catch it. Shout out Cooper, you know. So what a great what a great host we got. We got two dudes that were have a bunch of racing merchandise in our backgrounds. We didn't talk us we didn't talk a single thing about racing. Instead we talked about college football and high school football more than anything. So Facts. shout out us. Uh you obviously know all the plugs. You can find me, GB at GB underscore graphics two underscores. If you look a little <clears throat> bit lower to that that I can't even put my finger down to jbgraphics.smugbug.com uh my collab team i'll give a little bit spoiler for that actually uh i have the graphics somewhere i probably could remember it if i remembered it but i did not remember it uh hold on it's loading <laughs> and of course it's downloading so we'll uh I'm just going to try to guess at the top of my head. Uh, for our collab team, Allison is going to be at Phillipsburg Osceola for the Ridgeway Phillipsburg game. Noah and Madison will both be in New Bethlehem for the Red Bank Valley versus Central Clarion game. And Bryce will be at home for the Punxsutawney versus Union AC Valley game. Shout out to Allison, Noah, Madison and Bryce for the collab team for bringing JB graphics to the top. You know where to find us at JB underscore graphics, two underscores. Buy us merch. Buy some merch. Buy us merch. It's great. Buy some, buy some merch. Enjoy the music. Enjoy week 10. Everyone stay safe, dress warm. Cause I'm sure it's probably going to get cold, especially since we're at week 10 colder the football is the better teams play that's how you know you're in the playoffs is whenever it's cold out good luck everyone in district nine 
I will catch you at some point. I can't even commit to next week because I have no clue if we're going to have an episode or not next week. I've been saying, I, I've been trying, Cooper, I've been trying like to do one weekly, and then it comes like, ah, I can't do it this week. I'm like, I'll do one this week. This one came up like two days ago. Like, I'll do an episode this week. So as, as you can see, we're only on season one, episode 11. The first episode was at the beginning of the year, so you can tell how many episodes I've had this year. I should have I should have I should be on like episode 10 for the entire season but like plus whatever we did beforehand but yeah commitment issues it's hard man it really yeah. is it happens all right I'm gonna quit talking we're gonna play the outro and call tonight so thanks for everyone who's still watching shout out to you for still watching this show good night